Imagine this. You're in a showdown with the new year, but you tell yourself, how can I kill all my goals for 2022? My solution is Mortal Kombat. Treat the new year like Shang Tsung, trying to steal your soul away. Kick its ass with fatalities, brutalities, even animalities. Remember that only you can save us with what the new year will bring to Earth Realm. 2022 soul is yours. Now, finish him. <laughs>
All right. So when uh, when I was living in Toronto before I came to the Yukon, I was kind of like a wild child, you know, running the streets, doing my thing. I was uh, I was just running my doing my thing. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> then I went up to the Yukon, and it was completely a different environment. It was a different world up here. Something I definitely wasn't used to. Um, I had moved in with my mom because she had lived. She had moved up here. Uh, surprisingly enough. So to pay her back for my ticket up here, I had to volunteer. Um, so I ended up volunteering for this uh, for this thing, and that's where I had first off met Allison. Um, she had organized the event. Uh, she was yeah. looking real good. So, you know, I, I had to put on my charm. And I, I, I say I tell people she fell in love right, right then, but she, she says she didn't. Uh, after a couple exchanges, you know, I asked her to be my girl. Uh, great time. You know, we were together for 11, 12 years. I mean, we uh, we traveled across the world together. Uh, we moved all over all over Canada. I mean, we were talking about buying property. It was good life. It was like uh, it was really it was something something special. And then uh, yeah, 2019, it kind of changed it all when you know I had my big break. And uh, at the time, you know, 11 years. Uh, well, I was, so I met her when I was in my early 20s. She was just kind of getting into her early 20s. And, you know, we're young and, and wild, right? So uh, a street guy from Toronto and uh, a Yukon girl, two completely different worlds, right? Yeah. So uh, we we managed to do it really well. But at the same time, there were a lot of things that I think we were maybe just too young to understand in, in, uh, in a real relationship. So I can only speak on myself, but uh, I was always chasing the next best thing. Um, it wasn't, I couldn't live in the present. I've been working so hard for my career. It was always like, all right, well, I didn't want to be in the Yukon. I wanted to be in Toronto. I need to be in the lights or I needed to be in Hawaii or I need to be in the lights, you know? So I, I had never really given the, the relationship the proper attention that it should have had. Yeah. And uh, 2019, I had my big break where I wasn't expecting it. And uh, I think not being, being in a spot where it was just, overwhelming it was the beginning of the end hmm. what happened like what was the catalyst that uh, kind of like ended it so uh we were planning our indonesia trip and uh, we we're gonna go for a month and a half it was all yeah. good you know, i had just got a job with shown fm as yeah. uh, producing uh, a show um i was a couple months in life was good i was gonna make this uh, i i started working on this invention i had said that 2019 was gonna be my year and i can be quoted saying it so about a month before we were going to go to Indonesia, I get a call from another major outlet saying, hey, uh, we see your resume. You want to, do you want an interview? Yeah, of course I want an interview, man. Like, yeah, this is what I've been working for, of course, but this is for TV. I had never even thought of TV. I've always been a radio guy. So yes, I would not turn this opportunity down, but I also took it without thinking about life you know i was always very single serving i was always thinking about myself and the next best thing so of course i took the interview and you know the universe would have it i got the interview and then i got the second interview then i got offered the job so wow okay i've made it now i'm a tv i'm a tv guy and like i said i'd never been on tv before so i had no idea what i was doing i was supposed to work they were gonna they wanted me to work the next month but i said no i'm going to indonesia the next month you know, people sometimes save up their whole year or their like couple of years to go on these kind of like trips, but we were going to go on this trip and then all of a sudden change our life to another, another town and another job. You know, we're, we're doing all these life events back to back. And so, you know, 
we got back from Indonesia. My mind was at my new job, so spent a month and a half excited being in the new environment, but I wasn't present. I was thinking about what I have to prepare for. So then we got back to Canada, and we had a month before we had to move into a completely different area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the stress on that, that was hard. She had a great job where she where we were living. I was living, I, I had to work in a different city, so we're like, okay, well, maybe... Uh, maybe we'll we'll live in different cities and we'll, we'll work it out but you know like we love each other we've been together for a long time like it's not going to work like that so uh she ended up moving moving with me so on top of that now she has to find a new job brand new new area i got into a job that i was so not ready for like let me put it this way like i was i was wow <laughs> um so just compounded on that when you're together with somebody for 11 years or, or even one year or like six months, communication is very important. And I think sometimes you can get complacent the longer you get with somebody and you just always think that they have your back or they understand you or what you're going through. Well, I realized that in 2019, with everything happening, I ended up sheltering myself and not, talk, not letting her in. And, you know, she's feeling overwhelmed and stuff, but I wasn't taking in what she was saying either. So I think, uh, you know, we ended up working out the year. Um, and I quit my job because I was like, well, living in the town was just, it wasn't worth it anymore. You know, the job, it was a great job, but it just wasn't filling my cup anymore. You know, and like, we wanted to have this life. We were looking at buying property. So we ended up moving back, but I wasn't happy because I had just le left my job. Right. And I was so thinking about now, once again, going back in a single serving where it was just like, well, what am I going to do? What about me? You know, like now I'm back in this situation. I've worked so hard for everything and now I'm giving it up, thinking about me, 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 me. And uh, because of that attitude, you know, whether you think you're doing something or not, the energy you put out there, it all starts from here, like your gut or your mind, right? So, yeah. so as much as I was thinking that everything was okay, I was affecting the people that were around me. And it got to a point where we looked at each other and we just said, what are we doing? You know, like we are here, we love each other, but we're not here anymore. And so I needed to go and chase my, my dream. You know what I mean? Like, or what I thought that I needed to have. And, uh, yeah. And we, we ended up breaking up. Wow. Damn. Yeah. So what was yeah. it like uh, after you guys broke up? Ups and downs, man. Like, I tried to move on. She tried to move on. We moved on, but it wasn't wasn't an easy process, you know. Like there was yeah. a lot of things. But through that, um, like I ended up moving out to a lake and uh, being not alone, but it's just like having like I'm not near bars, right? So like I had to really instead of using vices like drugs and alcohol and even social media and, and just like all of these things to to have excuses. I put myself in a zone where I had to really realize, like, it's not anybody else's fault. Like, yes, I can blame her. I can blame my work. I can blame uh, Joe down the street. But it's really ultimately how I'm taking it in. And so really coming out here, it's like it was terrible. And I, I've been out here for a year now. But it, now, like, you're talking. if you were to talk to me a couple of years, like, at the beginning of the year, it'd be completely different. But it's like, so it was terrible. But the time, I mean, I, I couldn't be in a better spot, I think. 
Wow. So what was it like, like uh, trying to get out of that, uh, those like six months or six, seven months were kind of like in, like, especially early on 2021, like what got you out of that funk? You'd say, do you think it was just time or do you think it was Work, something man. else? Work. Well, yeah, of course it was time, but like we were still talking with each other cause we have a, uh, we have a dog mm. and, uh, <laughs> but I mean, so it kept us like, it kept us connected and talking to each other and we were getting to be able to see each other's lives from an outside point of view, you know, like I've always been in her life and she's always been in my life. So now I actually got to look at her as a woman and, and see the accomplishments that she's achieving and the things that she's doing. They really had nothing to do with me. So, I mean, like yeah. I can, I can, I can support her and I can respect it and I can, I can appreciate that her life didn't end because I left. Yeah. Like she's still, like she's still excelling. And so it was like, okay, well, you know what? It wasn't her. But it was like, okay, well, what were the reasons why it didn't work out? And I really had to reflect on myself because, you know, uh, COVID was happening, my job, like all this, all this external stuff was going on. But I really had to stop for a second and be like, well, at the end of the day, now I'm here by myself. So every action that I do or every action that I make has a consequence. And I literally can't blame anybody else but myself in this, in this zone that I'm in right now. So it's like, okay, well how is my life? Is my life better without her? Is it, um, is it worse without her? What makes me happy when I'm not around her or, or just around anybody, right? Like it doesn't matter just with her, but it's really taking a second and analyzing. Like I, uh, through this process, I realized that I hadn't really had to be on my own since, since high school, right? Like through different avenues. Like when I moved into my first apartment, I didn't fucking pay rent. But I always relied that, you know, I had that safety net of, you know, my parents or my mother, or there was always somebody that would protect me. Um, you get into a long-term relationship, you know, like I said, you take things for granted and you always think that that person's there with you through your good, bad, and ugly. And so it's really easy to use people as a crutch. And when all that is taken away from you, or, <laughs> and that's the thing, it's like, I, it wasn't taken away from me. I chose this, right? So it's like when you're actually forced to take a step back and realize, fuck, there's no safety net, you either sink or swim. Yeah. And, you know, with kind of my drive, like, I don't know whether it was the way that I was brought up or the way that I've grown up, you know, I'm not going to sink. And so I need to make sure that I handle my business for myself because I want to be a man that can handle or handle business for a family. You know, like I need to get out of this because I'm not a child. I'm 34. I look 26. I know, but... You know, like, we're not getting any younger. Yeah. So it's like, I need to fucking man up. This this kind of bullshit happened when I was, like, a teenager, early 20s. I can't afford to to go down this route at my age right now. So I think really just taking the time to see what was important and my values and why why barriers were put up and, you know, what what benefit, how did that benefit me or other people that I love? And then only then I could really step back into the realm where it's just like, you know, I can start these relationships again. I can start talking to Allison again. I can build relationships with family and friends. You know, like if we were talking a year ago, I'd be different because I wasn't, I don't think I was capable of, you know, like being open to have these conversations. Like I left Ottawa, you know, I didn't have a good time in Ottawa, like um, over certain times. And it's just like, but why, you know, I can't, I can't live in my present life right now with the past feelings or with past thoughts, you know, I need to live in the present and accept the present and, and like, you know, discuss 
discuss real things, present things. And I think that's the only way that for me personally, that's, that's the only way that I was able to come out of it. Yeah. yeah. What was like the biggest thing you learned about the, like your committed relationship with the Allison when it ended, like what was the kind of like the big thing you kind of learned and it kind of, you've kind of reflected on. I'll sound cliche, but it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Mm. Um, like I said, you know, we traveled the world, we moved all over the place. We lived the dreams that, you know, some people dream about right now or dream about ever. And taking that for granted because I was so focused in this career in broadcasting. Let me put it this way. I was so focused in my career that going on trips yearly took a backseat. Going to sports games all the time and live shows took a backseat. Meeting all these cool people took a backseat because I was so focused. Um, spending the time with somebody I love and that would like literally hold me down anytime, that took a backseat because I was focused on my destination. I'm at my destination now. And I'm very grateful because, you know, I've worked very hard and I'm so thankful to be where I'm at. But now I'm in a position where it's like, I'm one of those people who are dreaming about going and traveling around the world. I'm, I'm a person dreaming about having that property with somebody I love. I'm the person dreaming about doing the things that I was doing literally two years ago before COVID happened. Yeah. And so when you look at it like that, it's like, shit, man, I, I, I did that, but I don't, I didn't appreciate it. And so I think what to go back, it's like, yeah, appreciate the journey because you know, once you reach the destination, it, it, it could be everything you think about, but it could be not. So just enjoy the ride, man. Yeah. yeah. Was there any uh, red flags to, that you picked up on that you feel like you could, you're better avoiding next time? Like uh, based on like your previous um, like committed relationship that you had? You know, when I started saying no to fun things, you know, like uh, going side by siding, going fishing, um, going to family barbecues, going and having bonfires, you know, when I was starting to say, no, I don't want to go to these things because I need to focus on my one hour a week volunteer based radio show that I already have all the music for. When I was finding excuses not to do fun things, you know, when I was closing the people off that, that, that I know care about me and I could see it in their face, I'm not an idiot and it didn't affect me or it was more, my feelings are more important than theirs. I think that is a red flag. When you start feeling, when you start seeing that you're the, you're the problem, that was my red flag. And I mean, yeah, like it, it took, I'm not gonna say the 11, 12 years was, was like rainbows all in like every time, but I mean like near the end, I started noticing doing things purposely or, not, or you know, being aware of the actions and not caring about it opposed to oh baby i didn't know sorry um uh like what are your thoughts on one a woman after your previous committed relationship has it changed has it like given you a different perspective on things if you find a good woman respect that mm -hmm. because you know there are tons of other men really willing to to step in and you know they could treat them way better and yeah. they're willing to give you the love that's that's almost like unconditional right like you just have to nurture that so i mean i think uh my appreciation for Allison has definitely changed because she added that extra. And when you find that, never let it go. Yeah. I was going to ask you, this is like a follow-up question. Um, like, uh, and this is something I ask a lot of people as well. It's like, when you left uh, your, like your relationship, 
were were you in the mindset of have like not rebounding but like kind of like hey you know i want to explore and see what's out there uh were you in that kind of like exploring mode because there are like guys and girls who kind of like kind of were especially during covid i noticed kind of like ventured and it's something i told you about with uh, the book i wrote as well in regards to like you know online matchmaking apps stuff like that um i know some people kind of like ventured into it because they were kind of like hey you know it's covid like i've kind of gone through some shit and you know that's it like i want to kind of see what's out there you know were you on that like uh were you kind of thinking about that like after what happened 2019 during covid uh, or were you kind of like you know what i just need to focus on work and that's it yeah it was all work um because luckily i was doing my job i was doing it as a casual while i was living where i was living yeah. so me having opportunity or you know kind of like the excuse to to leave to come closer to work which yeah. means I'm closer to opportunities, which means yeah. I'm closer to going into the studio. So I really put my mind where it was just like, okay, there is nothing now holding me back from chasing this dream, basically. So when I when I moved and I, I was straight into the mindset of, of work, um, it did me really well. I went from casual to permanent within a couple months. Um, I hosted the uh, uh, Christmas Eve um, radio show. I mean, like, you know, like, it, like I put... I focused in the work and um, I'm glad I'm so thankful that I did, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't looking for other things because I, I think I had that, but I was still missing something. And so I had to fulfill what I was missing. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I was going. You, do you think uh, a lot of guys should be kind of like venturing what you did in a sense, like, especially after like going through like a breakup, kind of focus on yourself and not worry about like rebounding for the next girl. Is that what you kind of like, uh, you kind of, would you recommend that for most guys? Because like there are guys who do rebound right away. Everybody's different, right? Like everybody yeah. has their own reasons for doing things, and and uh, I guess whatever whatever they're searching for, they need to achieve or they need to go for. I think um, if if work is your thing, then yeah, maybe throw yourself into some work and uh, put that energy, try to put positive energy into that, or turn your negative energy into positive energy, or whether it's dating somebody or going in or work or volunteering or going to the gym or painting a picture you know i think uh take trying to take that bad energy and not keeping sitting with it and then turning it into good energy is probably my best advice like whatever it yeah. is okay uh what role do you see yourself in the next time you're in like in a committed relationship well as i said i'm off the market now and uh you know after all said and done uh, i am with allison um, yeah. again yeah um, we just uh you know I, I, as i talked it up like we were we are now i can say we are because now we're at the end of the story where she's like you know she is my better half how i'm saying is like you know it took one year apart to realize that i want to be with her for the rest of my life i had this time to reflect and go okay well going back into this you know in any kind of situation and people may say oh you know if you're going back with an ex you know you're just going to go back to the same situation yeah. well no because it well and that also varies on different people but for me i know for a fact i wasn't giving her my 110 percent. and now that i've achieved and i'm lucky to have been able to what i put my mind to i get i get to, i i work towards and I, I achieve it realizing that you know she still is important to me and i what i've worked for and hopefully my my work never finds out but like i've got what i was thinking was amazing and you know it turns out shit man it's just a job but being with allison 
It's not just being with somebody. And so I think what bar what barriers I had and what reservations I had and what focuses and priorities I had really need to change because yeah, like she put up with me for 12 years and she's still willing to put up with me for the rest of her life. Yeah. Uh, I want to put up with her for the rest of my life and realizing that she's my priority and like a life with her an hour or like a, a day with her is better than has been or like a week. Like we just, she just was just here for a week. Like a week with her is better than a year working the job I'm working. And so like to work towards what ultimately is important because you think about it, jobs replaceable, you, you get fired, you can get hit by a bus. No, you'll be replaced the next day or the next week. But I mean, if you find somebody that really truly loves you, you need to, you need to appreciate that. And like you, it doesn't happen all the time. So I needed to adjust that because yeah, I want to give her the love that she gives me. So that's kind of like the major difference you're talking about before and after is that you were kind of thinking about yourself towards the very end. And now you're thinking about her and you're thinking about, Hey, you know, this job is not a priority as it once was at the very end of your the first time you guys were together, right? Compared to you are right now where you're like, you know what? I need to appreciate her more than what I have at the moment. Absolutely. Like she was with me when, uh, while I was on this pursuit of this job and all these jobs and all, and she was, she stuck by me through the worst of it. That's a big, that's, that, that's a big thing for me. Like, you know, red flag, that's a green flag for me. You know, like she has been <laughs> through it. Yeah. And then, so like for me to lose her and have, what I ultimately was working for, it's like, okay, that's great, but like, is it worth it? Yeah. And so I could just where I'm at now, it's like, well, I can have both. Why can't I have both? Yeah. And ultimately if it ever came down to it, she was with me when I did nothing. I would definitely be, I would definitely go back to doing that then not have her and have this life right now. Wow. There's going to be uh, people who are going to listen to this episode and be like, wow, I would never expect in a million years, you know, getting back with your ex would be like the best thing <laughs> going for you, right? Like, because there's a lot of people who, when they break up, they cut a, cut a lot of people, cut that person off completely and just kind of like move on, even though they spent a lot of time with them. So like, what do you tell those people who are like, kind of like skeptical, be like, ah, I don't, I don't, I don't see, my, I don't foresee myself hooking up with him or her. Well, I don't know. So maybe because uh, it depends on where your listeners are, where are coming from, but so... Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm from Toronto. We lived in Ottawa. I lived in Ottawa. So, I mean, yeah. like, it's a little bit easier to split up with somebody and not see them again in the city. Like, Ottawa's a little smaller than Toronto. But, I mean, yeah. even then, if you don't want to see your ex, you can definitely go to a different part of the city. Here in the Yukon, you know, like, um, Whitehorse is small. So, it's just like, we are going to bump into each other. There's no way to, to, to go around it. It's, yeah, we could have, uh, if I didn't want to ever talk to her again or see her again, I'd probably have to move out of the Yukon. Right. But I'm not going to do that. I wasn't going to do that. And I don't think she would do it either. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a, a case by case basis. I mean, like I'm going to yeah. see her around and like, uh, it depends. Like maybe if you're with somebody for a year and you split up, it might be a little bit different, but like 11 years, a lot of people were like, why haven't you been married yet? Why don't you have a kid? Uh, all my friends like, right. Like, are like, what the fuck are you waiting for guy? But it's just like, uh, yeah, you know, like, what am I waiting for? So after 11 years and, and a dog, you know, we're, we're going to, she is, she's me and I am her. Like, we are going to have the same interests. We're going to be in the same places. We're going to want to just, even if we aren't together, we're going to want to have, pick up that phone and be like, I had a really shit day or, hey, something great has happened. Like, I think we've just built that kind of like, we, we weren't friends before we were 
boyfriend and girlfriend or in a relationship, but through the relationship, we became really good friends as the relationship dwindled, you know? So it kind of worked in reverse. So I think like we wanted to stay connected because we had already built and like lived such a, a life together. There's no way we could not talk to each other. And so I think, uh, she's the only one that I'd want to be with. So, I mean, like if you, if somebody puts the time in and has that time, you know, it, whatever reason it is, right. Whether it's, I, I can't speak for, I can't give advice on that, but for me, it was just like, yeah, I found, I realized through this relationship and splitting up that she was my best friend. And like, she is like my number one. So it's yeah. like, why wouldn't I try to work for it? But that could be different for the next guy. So are you guys uh, planning to take things slow? Because uh, you said you mentioned that you're like uh, a lot of a lot of people that know you guys are kind of expecting you guys to put a ring on it, right? So are you guys gonna like kind of hold that, kind of slow that down a bit, or are you guys gonna like probably rush to you know get that ring up and you know build a house and pop some kids? <laughs> Communication is the hugest thing, right? So like we're yeah. starting dialogue because it's like okay, you know, she knows what she's gonna get in with me. Yeah, I know what I'm getting with her. Yeah. So it's like okay, but we're coming at it from two different places. So now. Yeah, you know, like we are, we are talking about kids. Like, cause I wasn't about kids before. Like, I didn't want marriage. I didn't want family. I didn't want any of that. Yeah. So now it's like it was up to me to go. Well, why? What's my problem? You know, it'd be exciting to be able to like have a child and like she she wants kids and it's like, well, why can't I get excited about that? Cause there's nothing wrong with it. So it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have kids and yeah. marriage. You no, know, like it's not about me. It's about we. So it's like you know, if it's important for her, then if it makes her happy, why wouldn't I do it? Yeah. And my house, yeah, like we've already started doing like so there was a piece of property and the funny thing is she ended up buying it while we've been like while we've been not together. And like we had planned this for year four years before. Yeah. And so we we found this piece of land and like we were planning a house and everything. We split up and she ends up buying the land. So um, so it was kind of like fuck. Fuck like goddamn. <laughs> so uh yeah, you know, like um we're going to yeah, we're gonna continue with the dream. We're gonna build that house. We're going to, you know, have a little family on it, but then we're also going to talk about maybe a beach house in Hawaii or like going and traveling and stuff like that. So it's like we're going we're going to be open. Yeah, I think yeah, we'll do all that. We'll do all that. You know, whatever makes us happy and fills our cup at the end of the day, I think uh yeah, there's no room to say no. Like it's just the world is once you get past the once you get past all the barriers, it's just like fuck yeah. Yeah, we'll do all that. Whatever you say, we'll do all that. And yeah, why yeah. Not? yeah. Yeah. It's all about a partnership in the end, compared to what it was the first time. At the end of the day, yeah, you wanna always have somebody and you don't wanna sleep alone or you don't wanna die alone when you're eighty, ninety years old. You always wanna be able to have that person there with you saying I love you or you know want to be surrounded by family or friends or just have that feeling and i think it's more important to really nurture the ones that show you care and love and things like that because some people don't have that and mm -hmm. i think that's the most important thing so yeah if you got someone that loves you fuck give your fucking head a shake and put in that work yeah absolutely absolutely and uh the last question i want to ask before we wrap up the, the, the this podcast is uh do you have any advice you want to impart in regards to uh, dating and relationships uh based on what you went through do you have like something you want to like a gem you want to spit out to uh to the audience uh communication is probably the most important thing yeah um like i say you know it's hard for me to give advice because hearing this like telling the story it's like 
ups and downs. I've, I've, so it's like, I'm, I'm living it every day. I'm working hard at it every day. It's, you know, there's triggers and there's slips and there's ups and there's downs, but it's like, I'm working at it every day. So I can't give advice, but I can just say, communicate, you know, like, uh, don't, if you have, if you don't feel like you can share with your partner, then they're not a partner good, bad, or ugly, you should, you need to get it out because if you hold it in, it's just going to manifest. Yeah. Yeah. So communication and honesty and yeah, you're golden. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. First and foremost, uh, Chris, uh, thank you so much, man, for coming on the podcast, man. I really appreciate it, man. It's an honor to have you on. It's an honor catching up with you after not seeing you for so long. I'm glad for you to come on and talk about this very unique uh, experience that you had in <laughs> basically seeing this girl for more than 10 years ending it and reconnecting with her afterwards that's an awesome story very rare to hear but uh, that's awesome to hear i'm glad you guys are back and turning in the right direction man so i appreciate you sharing your story man to the audience well, i appreciate you having me on the show and hopefully i didn't ramble on and maybe the uh the follow-up will uh, will get her on there too and uh she's yeah. hear her point of view and she may say that completely different story so uh, yeah that would be awesome man i'm all, all I'm, always, I'm always about to getting couples on and getting their perspective so yeah i can definitely shoot you up and let me know whenever and uh yeah i could definitely get her on with you as well so that'd be awesome and get her perspective on everything <laughs> always a pleasure homie appreciate it man for sure for sure uh, thank you everybody for listening to somali nomad uh, i am your host sammy and i'll catch you guys on the flip side